This is Clint of the Geek Dig Podcast, and you are listening to the one and only BS Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to Soren with the Magic Our Way Podcast. My name is Mr. Mononymous, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin boarding in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with the rest of your flight crew. First, we have your pilot and co-pilots, Kevin and Danny. These artistic buffs will launch you from New Orleans to soar over all things Disney. Your entertainment director is Ivory Comics proprietor Eli. Be sure to check your in-flight magazine for a sneak peek at his comic, Project Geisha. Nice work, pal. Soon you'll be airborne. If you or your little aviators would like to reach the flight crew at any time, be sure to check out magicourway.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Twitter, email, or send in a voicemail. And, of course, you can book your next Soren flight with your platinum-level earmarked travel agent, Lee Lastavica, from Magical Moments Vacations. Remember, you've got a friend in Lee. Okay, let's review. Kevin, Danny, Eli Lee, artistic bus Disney stuff. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Chombo, everyone. Rambe. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Sante Sun, everyone! You are listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana. In the United States of America, we are Artistic Bus, talking about dizzy stuff. www.magicourway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And with us today, we have... Excelsior! Yo, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. You know the story's all about the glory. It is our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? I'm good. Pork chop, pork chop, greasy, greasy. We make having fun on this podcast easy. Easy, easy. breezy. <laughs> but weekends forever. Oh, you feel that? Oh, weekends forever. Yeah. Weekends. I want a double dutch right now. There you go. Break it in there. My mama told your daddy, and it? Well, well. So, yeah, I'm doing good, man. Good, uh, man. I'm glad. glad. To- I'm glad to get with you guys on a Friday, man. Brothers out there looking nice, so yeah. I'm glad to get with you, too. I missed you, man. I thought you was dead, man. I, was I thought worried, I was man. dead, too, man. I'm about to do my memoirs. Yeah, man. I told Danny, man, is Kevin dead? Danny was like, no, more weekend. <laughs> <laughs> He'll rise on the third day once again. You watch. That's right. And I did. Here I am. You did. You got to tell us about your... your, your, your uh Ordeal. My ordeal? Yeah, apparently I had some infection last week. I was slated to be on the show, and I was trying my best. But, uh, yeah, whatever caught me. Oh, you were at our door banging on it while we were recording, and we wouldn't let you in because we yeah. were afraid that you, know, you were going to start the outbreak. <laughs> like, you let yeah, me yeah, in! Y'all went into your safe room? Is that <laughs> what you Yeah, it's a panic room. Yeah. Like, everyone, shh. It's coming from inside the house. Yeah, but it was, it was unfortunate. Those that followed me on um, Facebook kind of saw a little bit what was happening. But, yeah, 103 degree fever, I guess, is a bad thing. Kind of tough. It, it is kind of tough to have. Like it's I heard bad. that part. That's why I was like, "Oh no, Kevin, don't say you're dead." Yeah, and Dan's like, "Yeah, go get yourself checked out." And Doc's is like, "No, you gotta, you gotta go home." I was yeah. like, okay, I guess I'll go home. 
Yeah, well, we watch that y'all sucks. for plenty more shows, man. So that's a good call. Yeah, I'm planning on it, man. Absolutely. You know, I, mi- I miss being out. I, w- I would love to have been on that conversation, but, you know, I'll join the next one. Well, I hope so because the show yes. sucked without you. <laughs> well, <laughs> it would have helped. It'll, we'll have more conversations upon it. I know a lot of weekends have made comments, but we didn't get to that particular part of the topic. Um, if you remember, we, the focus was just Walt Disney World. So, we, yeah, we're going to talk about the businessman. We're going to talk about Disneyland. We're going to talk about the movies. We're going to talk about everything. So, just keep track, man. We're going to analyze that whole Eisner Iger thing in the upcoming months. So, if you got opinions on it, you know how we're going to do it. Send it in, and we'll tell you at the end of the show how to do it. Yeah. You know what, guys? I, I'm, I'm sitting here at my desk, and uh, uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know, man. It's, it, it smells like... It smells like this guy. Show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Hey, must be the money. Money, money, money. Show me the money. Now, I did listen to the show last week, and it seems like that Mr. I Know More Than Your Friends, Suck It Up, Tough Love, and Ever So Lovely Travel Agent from Magical Moments Vacations, Mosquito Killing Date Night at Denny's, Bend You Over the Chair, Mr. Beijing Chloe himself, Lee DJ White Chazer, uh, Papa Smurf of Vika, no hassle. Vika done rubbed his beard on my microphone. Is he that did. right? Yes, he did. I smell <laughs> essence. It's kind of like poopery, but I smell <laughs> essence of Lee. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do to my mic, man? Does it smell like a Big Mac quarter pounder filet of fish? I know. I smell something, but I'm strangely aroused, but I don't understand it, but I know it stinks. <laughs> I bet you it smells like Bucky Nuggets. It smells like beard. Dale Bucky's. Yeah, da- <laughs> like essence of beard. Like, like Dale beard. Like like Dumblebeard. Are they still like little gray hairs like hanging off of your microphone? Is like, that what that is? <laughs> was like, you know, okay. That's what I thought it was. A little curly and a little gray. I mean, we're in the world 40, but I mean, damn. I don't know. I might have to wash this little uh, this little foam cup I have over my I microphone. I would just throw it away. Sterilize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was be used one time. Yeah, yeah. But it's okay, man. That's all right, man. I, I, I feel somewhat connected to you now. <laughs> and you should. Well, I, I feel a void because I couldn't feel that big void sitting in that, that chair. It was How'd you like it, man? A challenge. It was a challenge, to say the least. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well it's hard to, like, work the work the the board and, like, where is this? And I couldn't find that. And, like, hold on, pause. I got to find the sound. Oh, that's not the right sound. Hold on. This is the – I meant to push this sound and stuff like that. So, yeah. It was, you got a little uh, taste of what I do, huh? Yeah. yeah. I, need some, I need some practice for sure. He had a lot of trouble finding Eli's thing, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I he heard did. that he lost too, man. Thing. It's like, I mean, it's right there. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> right? I mean, you always, put it there, though. You know where it's at. It's always out there. I put it there. <laughs> I think God had something to do with it. Exactly. <laughs> nah, no, no. Lee's got a point. I don't like y'all talking about, <laughs> say, I don't like y'all talking about my thing just being out there, just like leaving me out the conversation. No, That's I like to I'm position saying. exactly to where I see it so when I record, I'm like inspired. It's, like, a, it's like my muse. <laughs> that, that's what it's out there. I for inspiration, right? It's like my museness. All the time. Venus. Boom. Guys, I'm glad to be back on the show. I'm looking forward to chatting with you guys. And of course, this week is Lee's show. And we're talking about, Lee, we're talking about discounts. Is that right? Yeah, we're going to talk about discounts. We're, we're talking about talk history. About seasons. You're going to make us do some math. Is that right? Well, I've already done the math, so we won't have to oh, do the math. Uh, oh, 100%. Uh, you just got to follow along with the math. Well, I'm going to sit and back with my glass of Cayman. Is it Cayman? What is it? Cayman. <laughs> Seamus! Seamus to Camus! No. It's, it's my glass of Camus. Guys, if you haven't had this wine, Camus, if you like Is wine. Is it famous Amos? It's famous Camus. Yes. It it maybe Camus. It was very delicious. No, but this is a damn good glass of wine or bottle of wine, so you should go out there. Danny, you want to describe what this wine 
we're not endorsed by them, but I, I feel like I should spread the wealth to the Mohican <laughs> nation. I should say it's like the doctor medicine of like Mohicans. I should like, you know, if I knew something good, I got to spread it to my people. Share it with the people. Danny, tell the people, tell the Mohicans the wine that we're drinking right now. It, it is a Camus uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. Camus Cabernet Sauvignon. Yes. Yes. And everybody say it together. Camus Cabernet Sauvignon. Yes, I heard yeah. all, all the way so California. Fall. I love it. French fry. Um, but we highly recommend it. This is a very tasty wine. We're curious to know what you think. So you should definitely partake. But yeah, we're going to need this because we're crunching a lot of numbers because Lee is about to tell us about the history of discounts and, and the best time to go to Walt Disney World and maybe saving some money from a travel agent's point of view. So guys, enough of my wine-ass jibber-jabber. Let's, <laughs> let's go make some <laughs> magic. Enough of my wino. I'm a wino. And here we are on the hub, and it is time to talk math. Math. We're going to crunch some numbers. Disney math, guys. We're talking about the math. math that gives you discounts on your vacation, the history of said math. Um, the best times to go, all kinds of stuff. Is that right, Lee? Yeah, that's the gist of it. Um, we're going to dig in a little bit. We're going to talk about, you know, maybe the cheapest times to go, the cheapest time for tickets, the cheapest seasons. If you can't take your kids out of school, if you can't take your kids out of school, probably talk a little promotions, dining, discounts, et cetera, et cetera. So we're just going to kind of dig deep, try to come up with some numbers for you guys and help you all try to save some money. Save some money. I like that. Yeah, save some money. Enthusiasms. Enthusiasm. That's right. Yes. I'm enjoying, man. So, yeah, we're getting ready to save some money, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Take it away, Lee. What you got for us for now? All right. So, uh, this was kind of inspired by, to some degree, every every once in a while as a travel agent, you'll get someone who will call you up or email you and they'll say, yeah, you know, we want to go to Disney and you know, you ask the, the normal questions. When do you want to go? How many in your family? You know, what time of year? Um, you know, do you have a budget or whatever? And, you know, to be quite honest and give you a little peek behind the curtain, the absolute worst thing you want to hear as a travel agent is just whenever it's cheapest. Dun, we're dun, talking about dun. Disney. That's, that's a big red flag right there that care when they want to go they don't care what time of year it is they just want to go when it's the cheapest what's wrong with that yeah i know like well like what's wrong with that is inevitably when it's cheapest is when they can't go (laughs) so you you do all this research you say okay well hey here's the cheapest week to go in the year oh we can't go that week because we have so-and-so or we can't go that week because our kids are in school or whatever the case may be so but to answer the almighty question of when is the cheapest time to go, that's kind of where this kind of came from. So, Do you get that question often, Lee? I thought it came from me, but okay. You get that question often? <laughs> guess I get no credit on this. Does Danny ask you that question often? <laughs> Not Danny. No, Danny's a baller. Danny's like, I want to go this date. I want to stay here. I want you to take as much money as possible out of my pocket. And I'm like, yes, sir. Thank you. What's so, up, Dan? Huh? So other clients ask you this question. Why do you think I f*** with him so much? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I let him? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. You're the boss. <laughs> yes, master. The yes, Mr. Master. Lawless. Yes, master. <laughs> Yes, Mr. Lawless. May I have another? Yeah. So, yes. Lee, so other, so other customers ask you this question, right? It does come up from time to time. The, the, the question of when is the cheapest time to go. Um, and it, 
you know, as you're going to see as we talk a little bit, it's a challenge to, to, to do this because, number one, um, there's not really a significant cheaper time to go. So let's start there. What I did to begin this exercise was I looked at every single week starting next week through the end of the year to see which is the cheapest week to go. Through the oh, end of 2018 or through the end of the following? You took it through the end of 2018. So that's what your charts are all about, right? Okay. That's the first chart, which ah, the listeners okay. can't see, but you guys can see is the first chart there. Well, well aren't you um, eliminating the first like three months then? Well, they've already passed. Like, you don't have access to that information. Oh, you're playing this as if somebody's about to book with you right now. Yes, exactly. Listening to so the show. Someone called me today and said, hey, I want to go to Disney this year with the time that's left. When's going to be the cheapest time to go? Ah, okay. And so... Go with it. And, and again, as as I will probably say a thousand times tonight, you got to do the math. You got to do the math. You got to do the math. So these are all going to be just average. I want to go for a week. And I want to come in on Saturday, and I want to leave, I want to come in on Sunday. I want to leave on Saturday, five days in the parks, et cetera, et cetera. Everyone may be a little bit different, and so hopefully you've got a good travel agent that will work with you, like myself, and will research this and try to help you find the right answer for your family. So, if we just take the rest of the year, starting Sunday, April twenty second, and leaving on the twenty eighth, and you take a moderate resort such as Port Orleans French Quarter. Just the room for that week's going to cost you about fifteen fifty three before tax. Okay, and so I did that for the whole rest of the year, and what I found was the cheapest week to go is actually tied. You could come in on October twenty eighth and stay through November third, and the room's going to cost you fourteen thirteen before tax. Same thing for November twenty fifth through December first. So for the rest of this year, the absolute cheapest week to stay are those two weeks they're tied all right so uh, lee we'll go through this go through this again and i'm going to compare this against the crowd calendars so what's, right. the, what's the first date that's cheap the first cheapest date is 10 28 october 28th mm-hmm. through november 3rd okay so this thing oh that's a Sunday through saturday oh november 28th to november 3rd october is that what you oh, october 28th to november 3rd okay so that after fall break, crowds leave. Late October sees light crowds for most of the last part of the month. Okay, so that makes sense. The discount kind of goes coincides with uh, maybe sure. a lighter attendance in the parks. I mean, of course, if it's busier, they want to get more money. Right. So the, mm-hmm. the prices will be higher. But they don't have to really promote like the room discounts because people are already coming. Right. And they again, want- this is this is just before discounts. If you just want to know right now, oh, what's okay. the cheapest week to go? Oh, so there's no discount offered in October? There will be, we assume, but right now we don't know. There's nothing being offered yet. We're still in the summertime discounts. But you do know that crowds are light, so that's probably not a yeah, bad time to go if you can afford it and, and take and the time and off. We've got some information on um, historical discount dates and things like that, okay, too. Okay. Historically, yeah. Would there be a discount in the fall? Historically, there's been a discount pretty much every season since I've been a travel agent. So there you yes. go. <laughs> yeah, probably. Now, again, though, there'll be some blackout dates, but I wouldn't expect these slow weeks to be blackout dates. They want to fill those rooms up. Right. I mean, this is not uh, rocket science. It's If you took any kind of economics class in school, you know about supply and demand. When they have those rooms to fill, they have high supply and low demand. So they want to get rid of those rooms. They want to discount them. They want them to be cheaper. Did you take uh, economics, so Lee? Did I take economics in high school? Yeah. In high school? <laughs> yeah. 
What was your college diploma in? Uh, travel agency and playing with toys at KB Toys. I didn't go to college. KB Toys College. All right, this this KB podcast is over. And we're done. Plays <laughs> <laughs> your credit. We're so sorry we've uh, endorsed this man as your travel agent. <laughs> 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 college diploma list. I had, I had no idea. What the okay. hell? That's interesting. No, yeah, yeah. You, you don't know that, dude. Like, I hated school. I, did you go to college? Did you even with, like attempt it? I went to college like for one semester, but this is back when I, Lee used to drink. I mean, not there's <laughs> no, anything wrong no, with it. No, this is after. Why this do is after. you drink? But uh, no. But on a serious note, like I, I did. I was good in school. I got good grades. Um, I considered myself to be a pretty intelligent person. I just hated school. I hated homework. I hated studying. He hated um, the institution, but he loved firing yeah. teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Like, there's a, a job future to get into, in this. But, um, I like it. But uh, no, on a serious note, I mean, by the time I was doing that, I already had a full time job, and I said to myself, "I said, why are you going to school? You hate school, and why, why are, are you, you so paying? Why are you paying? <laughs> why are you paying to hate something? Why don't you just like apply yourself and do better at the job you have and try to move up?" And that's what I did. That's cool. I mean, so you but, moved up at KB Toys. At that time, I was working for Journeys. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, all right. So continue on. Lee. All right. So back into it. Uh, Kevin, the other week you asked about was November 25th through December 1st. Oh, November 25th, which is traditionally, isn't that like a high crowd? Uh, but it's, it's kind of Thanksgiving's kind of over that's right, by that's then. That's right. That's right. It's in between. Go back to work. So that's popularly uh, light crowds at that point, if I remember correctly. And let's see I what it says. So. Yeah. Crowds drop off significantly after Thanksgiving. Moderate crowds from the 1st to the 20th. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And so I don't think it takes a rocket science to figure it out, but what would you say would be the most expensive week? Christmas week. New Year's Between New Year's and Christmas. Yeah. New Year's and Christmas. 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 Did I say Christmas? It's like swans and Christmas together. It is because I'm married (laughs) married an African American. (laughs) Christmas. But uh, so your low point being uh, room only 14, uh, 13 at a moderate, mm-hmm. you're going to pay eighteen eighty four for that same room week of Christmas. Damn. So Damn. Damn. And that's when a lot of people are off. You get those two yeah, weeks of off for Christmas. Yeah. So um, they're going to capitalize what date was on that? that. What date was that? Just Christmas, right? You well, just yeah, they're, they're usually between like Christmas or just before Christmas and New Year's. Ah, a couple damn. days yeah, after be, New Year's. This particular week is twelve twenty three through twelve twenty nine. And then the week after, which goes flows through New Year's, is going to be sixteen ten. So still on the higher end. I never want to travel during that week. I was no. going to say. So yeah. on the last the last day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a higher bill at Disney. <laughs> pretty much. I gave you my money the very next day. I had a I hole in my Disney. pocket. I'm not sure but that rhymed. <laughs> I didn't I know you were still going. It didn't. That's all right. I'm doing. Okay. Well, that's but, good I mean, to yeah. know. So yeah, it's why, good, yeah, good stay know, away. Sure. why are you so non musical? <laughs> but if you look at it the the three highest weeks are those those weeks 12 12 16 12 23 and 12 30 uh, a total for the room 16 26 18 84 and 16 10 yeah, yeah that's a moderate so, resort again that's your that's your lowest weeks for those two weeks that i mentioned earlier mm, okay that, that's a moderate resort yeah, that's a moderate that's port Orleans french quarter and the reason i i used just the room only because the tickets are pretty much going to be about the same price right uh depending on which tier Dining plan is going to be the same price. So mm-hmm. if you're just talking any just rack rate, the only way you've got a chance to save money is is with the room. room. Yeah, yeah, and that's not factoring so. transportation because I mean you know how that works. right because everyone's the different. I mean, some people are going to drive, some people are going to drive and pay parking fees now. Some people live there. Uh, some people are local. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Now, unless okay. there's free dining, in which case you're yep. 
Exactly. And we'll get into that. I've got a breakdown of that as well. Okay. um, A little later in the show. Okay. So, all right. But if he, so if you just want to ask me what's the cheapest week to go, it's those two weeks. Now, obviously, kids are in school for those weeks. Uh, For the most part, if you want to go during that time, you're going to have to pull them out of school. Mm -hmm. Or you're going to have to kids that aren't school age. (laughs) Or maybe they're homeschooled, Mm -hmm. um, what have you. That's Halloween but, um, week, too. That's what's uh, funny about that. Yeah, that's true. You're right. I would figure it, it maybe a little bit more busier than this, but... Well, they're probably going to save their paid-off time for, like, Thanksgiving, which is a few weeks away. Yeah, that's, that's true. You know, because then when they're guaranteed the kids are off and everything else, they're just pulling people out. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. All right, Lee. Now, you, you got to keep in mind, too, that these, these numbers can fluctuate to some degree. I mean, if these rooms start to fill up, Disney can raise the prices. I, I've seen it happen before where, you know, I'll have someone call me up and we'll We'll quote them out a, a week or one particular week, and they'll call me three months later when I book it, and the price has gone up. Um, usually not by much, though. It's not like it's going to you know, go from 1400 to 1800 but it might go from 1440 to to 1500 just as an example. So you know, keep that in mind that these prices can, can fluctuate depending on how busy they start getting. Mm-hmm. But looking at your numbers, uh, 1450 seems to be the average. Or yeah, 1480-ish. Exactly. So 1480 that's a, seems that's to be the average. average number, about 1500 Right, about four, mm. between 14 and 15. Yeah. Um, so let's assume you don't want to take your kids out of school. Yeah. So you basically have spring break, summer, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. And we've already established that Christmas is going to be the worst <laughs> for that. That's uh, by far. Um, Thanksgiving comes right behind it, then spring break, and then summer. So summer is, uh, if you're going to just talk about seasons, summer is typically the lowest priced season to go. Hmm. And it's, uh, it's interesting to too. some yeah. kind of a discount in there as well. I don't know how long that's been true, but I will tell you that, you know, I looked at through 2009 on um, the average price and it's still summer still comes out of, uh, as the most affordable season. And I tell you what, the, the summer crowds aren't as bad as you think they would be. I mean, no. yeah, they're going to be busy around July 4th, of course, because a lot yes. of people have off, but before and after, I mean, what used to be busy is not, I mean, because we traveled two weeks after July 4th, like with my family, maybe a few years back. And I, I know I recorded on the show, but I was surprised, like the wait times were like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I was, I yeah. was in shock. I was like, really? Yeah. And when walking around the park, I was like, yeah, it's hot, but it doesn't feel crowded like I remember be, being crowded. I tell you, I think that's Fast Pass Plus. I really yeah. do. I, I think that that has something to do with it. And I, I could be wrong, but I remember going, um, not last year, but the year before that, and it was at the very beginning of summer. In June, and, yeah. I remember yeah, that trip, yeah. And it was hot as, as, as all hell um, and uncomfortable, but it was surprising to me that that's one thing that Dis- Disney has done away with the idea of there being a slow time. Right. It seems like... Well, that is a fact. Yeah. yeah. That is a fact. I had someone call me the other day and wanted to look at, at crowds and... Uh, I use the the touring plans calendar a lot, and it goes from a scale of one to ten. And right, you know, I looked for basically the rest of the year and into predictions for next year, and there was barely any threes and fours. Everything was at least fives, sixes. Yeah, no, more like September. But even then, it wasn't like the whole month of September. It was just like a couple days in September. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So even even the quote unquote slowest seasons um, were still fives and sixes predicted least interesting okay. so definitely done um i don't know if you want to call it a good job but done what i'm sure they wanted to do which is to fill the parks up and fill the hotels up and and be, be that through promotions or events uh such as the marathons and things like that mm-hmm. you know that's what their job is is to fill up those hotels and get people in the parks and get them there to spend money so 
Like, I find it odd that because you, you've heard that Disney theme park attendance is down. So the idea that uh, the crowd levels that weren't really there in like 2014, 2015 is just it, it busier now. And again, that's why I attribute it to the whole Fast Pass Plus system mm-hmm. of making sure that those lines are, I mean, the, you're always having people. The way they have it distributed. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that's what's weird to me is that still that they have these crowd levels that high during these times when attendance is lower. Yeah, we're not selling less tickets, so obviously attendance is lower, but if they are, I don't, I mean, I'm not saying that anyone's lying, but it just, it, it is strange that, like, you hear that it's, you're selling, that they're selling less tickets, but then it's like, well, why is it so freaking busy here? And and why are you still building DVC hotels? Why are you so, <laughs> why are you so greedy? Why are you so greedy? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, interesting. So, all right, all right, all right. So yeah, so basically, summer is the um, you know the best season, quote unquote, to go um, if you want uh, value uh, for your money. It's going to be the cheapest season to go. Okay, so, that's with a discount, or is that without a discount? No, again, we're still just talking rack rates. Okay, okay. So what I I went ahead and did is I pulled some historical information from the uh, portorleans.org website. And they have historical prices for, you know, again, rack rates for the rooms all the way back from 2009. So you have about nine years of uh, information here. So if you go back to 2009, summertime, at Port Orleans French Quarter, rooms were $195. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for 2018, you're paying $278 for that same room. Now, if you take all of that, average out, you know, each year and divide it by nine, um, springtime, $256 a night, summertime, $227 a night, Thanksgiving, $236 a night, and Christmas, $279 a night. So that's the average over the last nine years. Also, if you take the spring, summer, Thanksgiving, and Christmas season and average it out for the year, for example, 2018, it's about $299 a night. Oh, <laughs> oh. If you go back to 2009, it was $199 a night. That was a very so an, good year. That's an increase of um, 49%, almost 50%. Wow. From 2009 to 2018. Wow. So, Did they yeah. have some like season. silk linen sheets or something they put in the rooms? Nah, same sheets. Probably, probably got the same sheets from 2009, good too. Good Lord. <laughs> With the SARS and the bed bugs. Yeah. That's extra. That's extra the occupancy. SARS. I forgot about SARS. Shout out to SARS. When did they outsource uh, housekeeping? What year was that? Uh, that's been more recently. I think 2017. Don't quote me on that, but it hasn't been that long. Maybe 2016. Oh, I think it was a bit a little, a little longer than that. You think so? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. It, and I, I know it's been. Yeah. I go ahead and ask Siri because I know it's been while we've been recording, and we've been recording since 2012. Yeah. Is it okay? But they contracted out, right? Which means they yeah. Because I wonder if that coincides with like the, that big price hike. Okay, so that means they don't have to pay insurance for for those employees, but they still got to play the company for doing it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yes, but that's what I'm saying, like, it's a lot more expensive oh, to right, insure. Right, right, you know, right, yeah. Right. I'm not trying to go off in another direction, but in you other know, words, we're all valid. It all makes that sense. should save the company somebody, and the saving should be passed a little bit, not an extra forty nine percent. My turtle, my toes curled up on the curl, that. The key word I is should. Shoulda, yeah, shoulda, shoulda did that. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah. All right, Lee, what you got? All right, so, yeah, you're definitely right, Kevin. September 8, 2005 was when this Orlando Sentinel article came out. Well, when it said uh, it outsourced Disney it? shed some hotel cleaning jobs. You needed a blast to plan to outsource the overnight positions. Interesting. So way okay. back in 2005. 
Late 2000s? Bob Iger taking over then. Oh, wow. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Uh, and, you know, not to bore you guys with too many numbers, but the biggest jump was from 2013 to 2014. Uh, room prices increased 13% in one year. The rest of these are pretty average, 5%, 4%, actually down 4% from 2011 to 2012, 2%, 3%, 3%, 4%. So interesting. 2010 to 2011, they jumped 13.6%. Hmm. So there's two years uh, that the average room price for a moderate jumped uh, 13 over 13%. Very interesting. Um, but again, you know, it, it's still consistently summer being the, still the cheapest time to travel. On average, cheapest time when the kids can are, are in school. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, you're correct. So yes, uh, it's still the cheapest time. Summer is still the cheapest time if your kids are in school to not travel, school. not have to pull them out of school. Not in school, yes. Not to have to pull them out of school, yeah. right? That's it. That's right. Now, once you figure out when you want to go, you got to figure out your tickets and what's going to be the best time for tickets. Because unlike in the past, where the tickets cost the same no matter when when you went. A couple years ago, Disney decided to start charging you different prices for different seasons. So you've got your peak season, your regular season, and your value season, which makes sense, I guess. If you've got if it's slower and, and you can you know not charge as much, maybe try to again fill up the parks. Uh, if it's busy, people yeah. are going to come anyway. You could just make more money off the same ticket. Right. Good strategy, I guess. You know. Yeah. Kind of greedy, but you know whatever. It's Disney. Um, so they started that in 2016, and um, and again, the listeners can't see this, but you guys can see the, the the original calendar that shows what they considered peak season, regular season, and value season. So September, obviously, is slower. It was slower, yeah. 2016, because yeah. it's all value. The entire month, other than September 30th, is a value season. So now, fast forward to 2018, and they've totally got a new way of looking at things. So now all of September is either value. I'm sorry. It is some value and some regular. And they made the weekends that are more popular when people go. They made the weekends, yes, the more expensive tickets and the value in the middle of the week. Which is similar to kind of what they did with the DVC points. They made the weekends a little bit more expensive. Did they? Okay. Friday, Saturday is more expensive than Sunday through Thursday. If I remember correctly, yeah. So if you look back at the 2016 calendar, it's pretty easy to, to, to kind of look at it, analyze it, and go, okay, well, my tickets are going to be cheaper in September. And then I go back to my, you know, my mm-hmm. prices over here, and the prices of September are not that much more than the summer. They're about, if not the same price, maybe like $10, $20 more. And February doesn't even exist. That's messed up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. February does exactly. not exist existing. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess they started this in March, so yeah. there's, no, there's no data for for February. Yeah, that's okay. Um, but either way, so September, you know, looks like a pretty good time to go. So Disney said, uh, "Screw that! We need to make more money on the weekends and charge you more when we know you're going to be there." So now you've got this Rubik's cube-looking uh, calendar that has every color of the rainbow in it. Um, so it's not really going to be as simple as hey go in september because the tickets are going to be cheaper but anyway yeah but, okay so yeah. they basically did that just to even out the money they were losing because during the week it wasn't as busy exactly exactly so oh, they sunday. know they're going to be busier on even in the slow season they know sunday friday and saturday are going to be busier than monday tuesday wednesday thursday 
if nothing else, just from maybe locals that'll come. I mean, if you've ever been in the mall, you know it's busier on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday than it is on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. So that's when I go to the mall is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, I go to watch the old people walk around in circles. So if you take a look at the prices of the tickets uh, now compared to when they first started doing this tiering, um, a value ticket for Magic Kingdom used to be about $99 for kids, $105 for adults. Two years later, $102 for kids, $109 for adults. So it hasn't gone up terribly. I mean, $3.00. Four dollars in two years is not anything crazy, I guess. Um, but of course, you're you're talking average, so you know most people are going to buy five or ten, uh, sorry, five or six days worth of tickets, buy them for the whole week for the whole family. So those three and four dollars definitely add up. But your peak ticket um, is now maxing out at uh, went from 124 to 129. So okay. 129 dollars for a m- ticket to Magic Kingdom for the peak peak days all right so out of curiosity when, when a family asks you i want to go there in the deepest time of year what what happens like what do you do you throw all these numbers at them or what, what do you actually tell them well what i actually tell them is let's figure out what dates are going to work best for you and then see of those times which is going to be the cheapest because if you just tell me the cheapest again i'm going to tell you to go october 28th so does that work or they, so, does, does that work or they, they actually come back with like dates that work for them? Yeah, normally what will happen is I'll say, okay, well, can you take your kids out of school? Or do you want to take your kids out of school? Okay. So right there, that's the first question. If they say no, they don't want to take their kids out of school, then it it's, narrows it down to four seasons. You know? And oh, then yeah. we'll say, okay, well, look. You want them to stay at the four seasons? Price-wise, <laughs> four seasons. You want to stay at the four seasons? We can do that. You can even get your uh, fast passes at 60 days now, apparently. Do you tell them that? They're like straightforward and just like, look, it, it, because of what you've chosen, this is what it narrows down to. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's it. there's no point in me telling you about, you know, um, the middle of September if you ha- if you can't travel in the middle of September. Okay, so yes. So if you, yeah, if you tell me that you can't take your kids out of school, then I'm like, okay, well, what what are the times that narrows it down to? Spring break, summer, uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas. And, uh, Christmas. Christmas. So of those seasons, Christmas is going to be the most expensive. Of the people that you book with, how many people would you say on average won't take their kids out of school? The vast majority? I'd say the majority, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's very rare that kids, people will take their kids out of school, at least if they have the option not to. If for some reason that they couldn't travel in the summer, they couldn't travel at that time, they've already got something else going on, what have you, mm-hmm. then I guess they might consider it. But I don't know about you, but me personally, I mean, my kids have so much to do at school already i mean taking them out of school is going to really put them behind and yeah. I mean, it depends on ages too i mean it's the I think as kids are younger more they're more apt to take them out of school yes you know but if yeah. you're talking you know a high schooler or even junior high it's difficult man with all the testing and, and homework and everything they've got to do well, it's hard to justify taking them out of school yeah it's even worse when you and your wife are our educators and so you can't really necessarily oh. take off too that is true that's that a lot that's true yeah oh we don't know anybody like that nope so anyway so it's just interesting and it's definitely part of the equation but if you've got a time frame that you know you can go it's real easy to look at a few different weeks and and try to figure out some different options for you do you have people who are like okay i'll take my kid out of school but we'll take him out of school like on that thursday right friday so they're not all all week they'll they'll come in maybe like you know wednesday night they miss like three days of school yeah exactly so you have people that do that it's feasible yeah, I would say they'll do that more than they'll do like a whole week out for right, sure. Right, right. Yeah. Or, you know, especially if there's a holiday on Monday or maybe a teacher in service that not all schools have. Maybe this particular school's got a teacher's in service on Thursday or Friday so they don't have to go to school that day. 
or they've got like early dismissal day on a on a Friday or late arrival day on a Monday or anything like that. So like thus far, the best holiday to take your kids to Disney is Halloween. Uh, probably, yeah. Um, you know, as far as the actual holidays go, not necessarily seasons, but holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, you should be not a lot of not a lot of people get Halloween off. Yeah, yeah, not a lot of people get that time off. Yeah, unfortunately, no. It's, but it's it a, falls a little bit towards the end of the week. So and it's again, still the same you know, Halloween's that holiday is always going to be on the thirty first. So that could be a Saturday. That could be a Tuesday. Although generally, you know, you know, teachers take it easy with the homework around Halloween. You hope. You hope. <laughs> yeah, you can't count on it, but you hope. Unless you're in college, and then yeah. Well, but the, for the younger kids, <laughs> yeah, younger yeah. kids, yeah, K through twelve, sure. Maybe I mean, they know they're going to be yeah. out trick or treating. I mean, why overburden them? Yeah, be all jacked up on sugar anyway. So, all right, Lisa. What else? <laughs> what you else you got? Yes. All right. So let's move on to uh, discounts and things of that nature. So, as a general rule, there's almost always, or at least in recent history, there's almost always some type of discount available for the times you travel. Yay! That's happy Yay. news right it's, there. It's good. It is true. Um, the thing is, people sometimes get in this mindset of, well, I'm waiting for the discount. Or I'm waiting for this to come out. I'm waiting for that to come out. I'm waiting for free dining to come out. And um, again, well, I'll break down free dining in a second here. But, you know, if you've never done this before, and especially if you've never used a travel agent before, don't wait until the discount comes out uh, because you're going to get the leftovers. Um, the leftovers is okay. The leftover rooms. So once you've decided when you want to go, get your room booked, get your package booked. Um, we can always go in and rebook it at a later date. If a discount does come out, and book that's that one package. Thing that get that. We package. will, we will, you will get that them, package. You will get them rebooked up and hooked up with no Hasselvika. Ah, ah. No, he is right about that because when I was looking for a discount, for my Disneyland vacation to go to stay in the happiest place on earth, there was no discount. So I had to go ahead and book through Orbitz to get my little discount. Because if you book through Orbitz, you enter promo code in there, mm-hmm. they will give you $150 off. Okay. And lo and behold, Disneyland finally came through with a discount. Yeah. And it only affected me by like a. Two dollars and fifty cents, <laughs> but still, I it's a churro. Give the money straight to Disney and, yeah. and, and go yeah. through Lee and everything like that. So I canceled my vacation with Orbits after I had booked my trip through Disney. So, so I had a question. So, with the discount, he, Lee saying that like people just try to keep an eye out for when it comes, but the travel agent would know like beforehand when the discount will come up before no. the general public well, no. would. Is well, what happens is like- you book the vacation at whatever the rack price is and if a discount comes out the travel agent should be able to retroact well, I don't know if it's retroactive but apply the discount to your vacation or rebook yeah. it. The, the, the travel agent can go ahead and have that applied to your trip yes. but what the travel agent can't do is manufacture rooms now that if you would have booked them in advance because you were waiting to find out if there was a discount he can't make those rooms reappear. Uh, right, right. So it's best so, just to book and then, you know, expect that. Yeah, take your chances. Yeah. Now, obviously, talk to your travel agent beforehand and say, listen, during this time of year, are these kind of vacation discounts normally uh, allowed? Or, yeah. or do they happen? Yeah, exactly. exactly. If you, if you yes. book the week of Christmas and expect a discount to come out, it's probably not going to happen because mm-hmm. even if a discount comes out for December, the week of Christmas is probably not going to be included in that discount. Yeah, it would be nice if Disney came out with like Disney discount day or something like once a month. That way you kind of could foresee well, let that. Me, let me break it down for you. Uh, yes, what happened is this. You, you book your vacation and you're like, okay, here's where I want to stay. 
I'm interested in this resort or I'm interested in, you know, moderate or deluxe or whatever. Um, there's a few things that historically we know probably will happen. If you're booking the Art of Animation Mermaid Room, you're probably not getting a discount. Since it's open, there's never been a discount offered for that room yet. Yes, messed up. Well, it's, again, supply and demand. Um, that is the most popular value resort on property, so they're going to get as much as they can out of it. But messed up. Uh, it would be nice. It would be nice. Yeah, they don't have to do it's really anything. messed up. Because uh, <laughs> they don't have to do it. But, again, but I'm going to tell you that when, when you're looking at it, I'm going to tell you, yes, that's a great resort. You're going to love it. You're going to, you know, especially your daughter's a mermaid, little mermaid fan. Boom, you're perfect. Just realize you're probably 99.9% .9 not getting a discount on this room when the discounts are released. And as long as you understand that, then everybody's happy. And if for some strange reason Disney loses their mind and gives you a discount, then, hey, even better. But then the other thing that we'll talk about is, all right, we're expecting a discount sometime to come up for this room. If your particular resort doesn't participate in the discount, or if your particular room you have is sold out, are you interested in a different resort or maybe even going up in category? For example, you're in a standard view room. A discount comes out. There's no discount on the standard view room, but we can move you up to a preferred room, and it's the same price. If not, maybe you save, still save a little money things of that nature. So either way, what we will do is, and I'm not going to tell you it's perfect because it's not, but usually about a week or two out before the discounts start coming out, you start hearing all the little buzz on the click the clickbait sites and start hearing the rumors. And lo and behold, you normally, about a couple weeks after that, the actual discount will be released. And then we'll be on the phone at 6 in the morning trying to rebook all of these uh these clients that we already have booked that sounds like the worst game show ever <laughs> uh well you know we never it's funny you say that because you like you never work so hard to make less money uh, <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. as the discount comes out your price goes down our commission goes down interesting um yeah but i mean it's but you do it for the no people right you take well, that hit for the people make sure the people get their trip and they yeah the people in this house <laughs> <laughs> we do it for johnny we do johnny, it for johnny man Johnny. Go for Johnny. Oh man, doing it, doing it, doing but, it. No, wild. seriously. I mean, if, if it was me, I would want to save money, and so I want you to. Save and I also want you to go tell all your friends that I saved you money. So you know, the the little twenty or thirty dollars we lose in commission will be made up for by word of mouth. So it's not a big deal. But some of that discounts, like you're not really getting a price decrease. You're just getting a better room for the same price. Yeah, I mean, again, it, it, you never. It's all supply and demand. The discount is going to be based off of what they have left in inventory and what they need to get rid of. That's why you can always get, almost always get a discount on uh, the Royal Rooms at Port Orleans Riverside. So if we you all know, agree as a nation not to go during the month of July. Right. Then we have to all get together and get on the same page. You know? Is there a charity for that? Start a movement. We need, we need a hashtag movement. for that. We'll do a ball movement. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally. Is a Nobody sit go during July. And we'll get a big discount. And that's, no, that's my birthday month, and I'll sit that out. If no I July, to. no peace. No July, no peace across America. All right, so what's next? <laughs> um, so that's the deal, man. Book what you want, get what you want, and then if you get the discount, it's a bonus. So with the discount, would the October between the 28th and the, what was it, the 3rd, would that still be the cheapest time to go? I would say so, yeah. I mean, there's if it's the slowest time, they want a discount. They want to give you a discount to come and stay anyway. Okay, so, so at that point, it shouldn't be blacked out. Yeah, that that week shouldn't be blacked out. Okay, 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be your Christmas weeks. It's going to be those really peak peak weeks that are going to have blackouts on them, where they're guaranteed to get their money regardless. Yeah, people are coming anyway. I mean, I know it sounds uh, like an ass, but you know, no, I work right. in journeys. It's business. Okay? No, no, I work at journeys. We sell shoes, and like anything else, there's going to be one or two shoes that are going to be super popular, and someone inevitably will say, "Well, why don't you give me a discount? If you give me a discount, I would buy it." Well, why would I give you a discount? Because the guy right behind you is going to pay full price for it. It's the most popular Adidas shoe in the United States of America right now. <laughs> I don't have to give you a discount to get you to buy it. Is now, it- I may have to get a discount to get you to buy it, but I don't have to give a discount to sell it. Because three people are lined up behind you to take that size 12 if you don't want it. Is this, is this why you are no longer running a journey? <laughs> is that you tell your customers I'm this? shoes and start selling them. <laughs> Get out of my face. People. What, the discount? All right, so, so real, okay, so and I think I pretty much know the answer to this, but like you say with the discount, it works like a, a coupon or something as well where you can say no other promotions or no other discounts can be added to this discount. That's right? correct, yeah. Like, uh, for that example, sucks. you may qualify for a military discount. Um, you don't you give cannot add that military discount on top of free dining so you gotta pick you one or the other, other you gotta basically. pick which one and wow. you know it's a, right. it's a no-brainer though the military yeah. discount is the best discount out there right that's like that like when i try to get a little discount with my disney card versus the dvc discount mm-hmm. i have to pick mm-hmm. one or the other yep yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I remember like, when we tried to go and there was free dining and there was a room discount and you had to choose between the two yeah and pricing the two of those out well, well lee he brought up free dining let's talk about let's go into free dining because that's like always seems to be the thing Year after year, that Disney fans are like free dining, free dining, free dining, and I'm yeah, I'm a skeptic. Dining. It's like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Well, bring it. Let's go. Well, especially if you're a travel agent, it's very yeah. yeah. is it really? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh yeah, it's very. Yeah. Like I, I would love it if Disney just did away with with free dining. Just get rid of it. Because if I understand correctly, you're paying rack rates for everything else. You Absolutely. just get free dining. Absolutely. So, so you, you got to no wait. No discount on the tickets, no discount on your room. Right. But you get whatever the cost of the meal plan is for free. So, again, as we uh, always say, do the math. So, for some people, that's going to be great. That's gonna, you're actually going to save more money uh, by getting the dining for free than they will by getting a room discount. Now, how so? Just out of curiosity. Well, because your dining costs X amount of dollars. So, if you've got two people in the room, then you're getting two dining plans for free. If you got four people in the room, you're getting four dining plans for free. So the room costs the same, whether there's two people staying in it or four people staying in it. So if you're by yourself, no. As a general rule, yes. So again, do the math. But as a general rule, the more people you have in the room and to some degree what uh, resort you're staying at will be the determining factor of which discount is greater. Because you know we're all smart enough to understand marketing. Well, when you see Disney advertise up to 25% off, are you getting All-Stars 25% off? No. <laughs> you're getting the Contemporary for 25% off. So you're only getting 15% off if you're staying at an All-Star or a value resort. So the discount is lower. And if you've got, you know, let's just say four people in a, in a, in a value resort, especially if you've got maybe like a 10-year-old that counts as an adult on the dining plan, you're going to make out better by getting the dining plan for free. So basically, you got to do the math. Got to do the math. That's a lot of math. I, I was looking there over. There is a lot of math. I was looking over some of your like your documentation there. It looked like a periodic table. I thought you were discovering <laughs> like a, a new element of some sort. He did. It, it looked pretty intense. Free dining. Last of Ikeum. Last, Last of Ikeum. <laughs> yes. It's very volatile. Yes. Don't yeah, put it by Very bananas. volatile. So. 
Um, here's a few examples. Let's say you are a family of four, two adults, a 10-year-old, and a five-year-old, and you're staying the week we talked about, uh, October 28th, and you're paying for five, you know, five days in the park and the week at the at Disney, and you've got your quick service dining plan. Now, but you got free dining. A couple of things, too, to remember. As the years have progressed, Disney has gotten more and more restrictive on what you have to do to qualify for free dining. Hmm. So, for example, in this latest, the latest round, you had to get park hopper tickets. So what? even hmm. though you didn't want, maybe you just want to do base tickets, if you want free dining, you have to get park hopper tickets. But you literally got to jump through hoops to get this free dining. Very much so. Are you in the airport? But using that example, if you were paying rack rate, you'd pay thirty-eight sixty for that for that vacation. Now boarding. <laughs> <laughs> Miami. You're coming in. You're free dining because it's a quick service dining plan is one hundred and eighty dollars. Lights to leave. So you're gonna pay thirty six eighty one for that vacation. A lot of money. Okay. Now the rack rate of thirty eight sixty. If we assume that the last year repeats itself, that you get a fifteen percent discount. You're getting a discount of one hundred and five dollars. So that's going to be $37.55. So with free dining for this particular family, they'd save about $70. Okay. And I, and I, did, the, I did the example for each one. Uh, the next one with the same family, but an 8-year-old and a 5-year-old, and also with just one kid. And in, they, in each instance, it, they, the family would save money using free dining. So that's a value resort, all-star music. Mm. All right. But so as you- soon as you jump up to a moderate, let's say, Caribbean Beach because it was the cheapest for that week. Forty nine thirty three, all the same components, right? Take out your dining plan, two hundred fifty two dollars. It's forty six eighty. If you take that same rack rate, get the discount, twenty percent discount off your room. It's a savings of two hundred fifty four dollars. So you actually can save two dollars by using the room discount as opposed to the free dining. All right. So you save a little money. But here's the kicker: if you didn't want park hoppers. Take another three hundred and twenty dollars off that. Now you're down to forty three fifty eight, and you've saved about three hundred dollars. You're gonna go to uh, one park one day. Yeah, you can go to park one day. But again, if that's what is your plan anyway, then you've got to pay an extra three hundred and twenty dollars in tickets to get a discount. Well, if you're getting a dining plan, you probably do want to park hop. <laughs> well, maybe, but again, not all families want to park hop. Not all families understand it. No, um, no, I'm not saying that maybe they do. someone's going for their first time. You know, they're, they're going to have their hands full just seeing everything in one park. But uh, if you're taking advantage of the dining plan, so many of the good restaurants are at Epcot that are one credit restaurants that you can get to where, you know, you're not going to Epcot every day. <laughs> right. If you go after the dining plan, you have to do where you, you have a right. good idea where right. you want to eat. I mean, so, it's not like they're yeah. saying, well, not yet, at least. And it's not like right. they're saying if you want the dining plan, the free dining, you got to book at a deluxe resort. Right. Right. So, exactly. I mean. Well, here's the thing, you know, with, with the with the value resort, you get the free dining on on quick service only with the moderates you get the disney dining plan mm-hmm. so it's stand to reason that you should get the deluxe dining plan for free if you stay at a deluxe yeah no oh con oh contraire mon frere uh-huh. <laughs> appliances no, this is disney this is disney math you're still getting the regular disney dining plan for free if you stay at a deluxe resort so um disney math. I, I don't want to go through too many more of these numbers because they all they all match up the same in all three of these scenarios, two adults with a 10 and a 5, two adults with an 8 and a 5, and two adults with an 8, the only way that any of these families save money 
was staying at a value resort. All right. Well, let me ask you some questions here, Lee. All right. Go so, w- all right. We just talked about free dining. What other discounts are there? Uh, well, Disney's always got something up their sleeve. Um, let's just talk normal discounts. Normally, you're going to get a range of 15 to 25% off your room. That varies sometimes. I've seen, you know, 20 to 30% off. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes 10 to 25% off. So it's always seems to vary depending on either what kind of mood Disney's in or what uh, what kind of position they're in. Uh, they are usually in a good position. <laughs> if Bob Iger was visited by three ghosts during yeah. Christmas. <laughs> ghosts of Christmas cheap. <laughs> the ghost of Christmas Deluxe Christmas Modern Christmas Value <laughs> They're rattling nickels and dimes And stuff as they walk uh, <laughs> So like for example The most recent discount right now um, There is a room discount But you can also And it may work out better for you Depending on how many kids you have you Has the party moved kids. out to the patio? Yeah, the party has moved out to the patio. I'm telling you, they're getting set up for the prom proposal. Oh, the prom proposal uh, is happening on the, the prom patio. Prom proposal is happening right now. It's getting, it's getting, it's, it's. This is a big thing, huh? I'm th- but you got to realize they're all in your track, Lee. So I mean, everything they're saying, we're hearing, and along with you. you. I don't know what to tell you. No, nah, I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Hey, if this you, is happening. I can't do nothing about it. If we want to do a show, what you hear everybody in the back. That, that's your show, man. I like it. Yeah. He's like, look, I just live here, okay? What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have you think I'm going to open my mouth during the prom pros? Are you crazy? <laughs> I'll be sleeping on the couch for a week. I got to live here. <laughs> I got no say in this. <laughs> what do you true. want from me? <laughs> All right, I'm All sorry. Right. Go ahead. Well, I mean, if, okay, if you get it, but even if you get a discount, like we said, like, a few episodes back, I mean, you still have, like, the parking uh, hike increase. I mean, so they still well, true, make yeah. that money back. I mean, 20, 30% of something's like, what, maybe, what, 30 bucks, 60, no. something I mean, like that. A week? I mean, for example, you know, 25% off uh, Wilderness Lodge is $577. So, I mean, it's, it's a good discount, 600 yeah. bucks almost. You know, uh, but uh, okay. to answer Danny's questions, every once in a while there may be like a little weird discount. So, for example, right now, there's a 10 to 25% off room discount. But you could also try and see if it works better for you to do the incredibly delicious discount, which wherein, wherein your what? kids. Sounds Get like a rollover at Kano. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very delicious discount. <laughs> You're That's like not the, just the name, yeah. not the price. Uh-huh. <laughs> so in that discount, oh, your you. kids eat free. The kids eat free. The kids eat free. Yeah, kids eat free. They barely eat. <laughs> That's why they get to eat for free. <laughs> Which, tell me this doesn't sound exciting. You get one free quick serve per night. One free quick service per night? Yeah. Yeah, hmm. everyone gets. One. I don't even understand how that's appealing. Like you're giving me, you're giving me Casey's, or you're giving me, uh, you know, whatever Pecos for, Bill. Freaking, yeah, Pecos Bill for free, like one day. Yeah, yeah, I don't get Harambe it. Harambe Market. Think, um, I love, I yeah. love me Harambe Market. Very good stuff. Very good stuff. Yeah, I but I mean, see how do you how do you figure that's better than getting you know ten or twenty five percent off your? It's your one rib. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you on that. Ah. Yeah. So okay, but like, are there uh, discounts that involve both your tickets and your room? Uh, not really the tickets. There used so to, to be, say. didn't I mean, they? It's it's one of those deals where you're getting a percentage off of um, the package, quote unquote. Uh, but really, I mean, you're 
you're really getting it off the room. I mean, it, it's kind of like you order a steak dinner and want to know how much the mashed potatoes cost. And it's like, hey, the, the dinner's 25 bucks. You know? I do like to know how much the mashed potatoes cost. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't think that they have it on the menu, though. It just says, like, hey, just it's a steak dinner, 25 bucks. I don't like to be charged extra you know? for refills. <laughs> I want well, the discount on that, man. There you go. That's the truth. There's nothing worse than going to a restaurant, you order a Coke, and they give you a canned Coke. That is true. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? So if I want a refill, I got to buy another Coke? Come on, man. That's chancy. They never tell you. Yeah, man. Just get a soda machine. So the free dining, again, you know, I think we all agree that you just got to do the math. Depending on the makeup of your family, how many adults you have, how many kids you have, what particular time of the year you're going, it may be better for you. It may not. But again, that's what we'll do as a travel agent. If, you know, if for when free dining, if it comes out. In a couple of weeks, whoever I've got booked during that time, we'll run the numbers and we'll run the room discount. We'll run the free dining and see which one works out better. And whichever one is, saves them more money, that's the one we'll go with. Now, do you wait for the client to contact you and say, Lee, what about my free dining? Or do you hope like no. they say nothing? No. I got to get this <laughs> extra 650 <laughs> Don't say nothing. None. Damn, the Rodriguez is a Yeah, they're not really on social media too much. Maybe they won't notice. <laughs> their friends won't tell them. Uh, no, absolutely not. I mean, you... When you start hearing the rumors, you already get all your little packages, all your paperwork lined out, and you know, I'll, you know, I'll even send an email to everyone and say, "Hey, look, nothing official. I cannot say this is happening, but it's possible. If this happens, what do you want to do? Do you do you absolutely want to stay in this same room? Are you open to another resort? If you can get the same price but a better upgrade, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. So kind of just, you just want to get all your stuff lined out beforehand because free dining, again, you're talking eight, ten hours on the phone. Uh, incredible hold times. Uh, incredible I mean, hold times. Sitting there oh, hungry. Making less money. All right. What else? So, but All right. So I don't think we really want to go through the history of free dining, but it goes all the way back to it looks like about 2009. The only thing you need to know about free dining uh, other than what we've talked about is that don't count on it. It's going to be less and less every year. The dates are getting more and more restrictive. They're adding more and more variables to it. So if, you, if you're booking just for free dining, it's not getting any better. It's getting worse of a value every year. All right. Cool. Uh, so when it comes down to it, uh, the number one thing you can do to save money is look and see what seasons you can go. If you can take your kids out of school uh, to travel, then you're probably going to be able to get your room a little bit cheaper. If you can't do that and you can stand to travel in the summer, you can save a little money there. If you can't go in the summer, try to go during spring break. That's your next best bet. And then that, lastly, use a travel agent. If you do that, we will always be watching your back. We'll always be looking for the next discount. We'll always be trying to save you money any way we can so that you're happy with your vacation and you'll tell all your friends that we saved you all this money and you'll recommend this to, to everyone. Excellent. Uh, well, that was a, a, a very chalk-filled uh, segment of numbers and discounts and stuff. Lots of data. Lots of data. data lots and of lots data. of data. So hopefully If you don't want to deal with all that data, just book your vacation with me and I'll take care of all of it for you. Well, I can tell you what. I, I don't want to deal with all that data. <laughs> no, that, 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 that was a lot of numbers, especially talking about the discounts and what you save versus where you stay and all that. Like, I thought I was drowning. There was a, that's a lot of stuff to keep up with. So kudos to you 
for having to take care of that for the consumer. We love you. Kudos, kudos. and kudos. We appreciate it. Kudos and M&Ms to you, brother. Yes, and, and on behalf of all the listeners who are still awake, we say thank you. <laughs> we say quiet reading. We say quiet reading. So, guys, thank you for listening to that. Uh, hopefully, you got a little uh, travel agent for those planners that are out there to kind of like uh, get a little insight on discounts and cheapest time to go, things to consider if you want to know more. Uh, just uh, get in touch with Lee and he'll tell you at the end of the show. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Tie your nap. All right, guys, here we are on guest services. And this is the segment in which we get to service you, the listener. And yes, yes, I know it's been a while since you guys have heard that jingle. And uh, we are definitely logged back upon a bunch of voicemails and emails and speak pipes and whatnot. Uh, we have them all in the list. We will get to them. Your opinion will be heard. Um, but in an effort to kind of catch up, we're going to do a voicemail from a listener who actually sent another voicemail recently. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, but we're going to do an older one yeah. because he sent one you back in February. Being overdue. So, yeah, we're a little bit overdue. So we're going to kind of play this one to start it off. Um, we got the two responses from the, the, the Iger versus Eisner episode. We're going to play those on its own separate uh, guest services because they are definitely chock full and lengthy. So we want to give them their fair due. Um, but yeah, let's take it back in time. This is February 2018. And this is from Stephen Downs. So here's, he actually sent this in two parts because he says he doesn't, he didn't realize there was a time limit. Oh. On our voicemail. I didn't realize there was a time limit, but I guess if it's free, there's a time limit. So you got to call multiple times. Go figure. Go figure. Yeah. So here we go. So this is the first of two voicemails from one Stephen Downs, long time a weekend. So here we go. I fixed Grandpa Eli. Hello, guys. This is Stephen Downs calling on my way into work. I just finished listening to your latest episode about the uh, on-site versus off-site uh, debate. And and if you didn't hear, he was talking about the on-site versus off-site debate. Oh, that was with, uh, with Keith. Keith. Yeah, Lee's Lee. best friend, Keith. Yes, with Keith. So he just listened to that episode, and he sent us his voicemail. All right, so here we go. Continue on. I loved the episode. I really liked uh, hearing the discussion about Walt Disney World, which obviously through most of the show. And then I was totally blown away. I was surprised to see, you know, there's also Disneyland there, so I could get in a little bit on this, too. Um, first off, i got to say, I've only been to Walt Disney World once, but... I can't imagine why I would say off-site. Uh, I, we stayed at the Contemporary, and it was just amazing. I loved having the monorail right there and all, all of those uh, extra benefits. It, I don't know. I think staying on-site helps make it a better, complete vacation. You know, I didn't feel like I had to drive around anywhere. I mean, I keep going on and on. As much of a Disneyland fan as I am, which I I, I love Disneyland. Like, I, I can't get enough of, you know, how we were able to hop on the monorail right over here and then get off and go on a different one or ride the bus. I loved all of the, the transportation systems and everything. I thought it was just a really neat way to sort of complete the experience of Walt Disney World. So I think, if anything, that's uh, the biggest benefit for me for staying on site at Walt Disney World. Um... I mean, I guess the Magic Band thing is really handy, too. I was surprised, again, how much I liked those. And, yeah, so I can't think of anything else to talk about Walt Disney World. But you guys did bring up Disneyland as well. Uh, and I got to say, I've been to Disneyland way too many times to count. So Steven's voicemail kind of got broken up a little bit. No, I was going to say, like, is this going to cut out? Because of length. No, it's still playing. Let me see. Oh, there we go. 
they land as well. Uh, and I gotta say, I've been to Disneyland way plenty of times to count. Oh, that might be like him. Yeah, yeah like he's driving under what we already or heard, and then he yeah he got like a couple more words in, and then it cut out. Hey, maybe we should check out the Disneyland hotel this time, or something like that. And then we look at the prices, and we're like, holy moly! Just to say that the Disneyland hotel for three nights, fifteen hundred dollars, like that's that's our trip's budget, you know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the thing is, like, we stay at a hotel. We've done this twice now. We had a some family and friends that came with us at a different time, so it helped manage the cost a little bit. But there's a hotel right across the street from the Esplanade. Uh, oh. Is that the end, or is no, that... No, no, I think he just cut out. So it sounds like, Stephen, some of your part of your message kind of cut out a little bit, um, and we're getting to the end the of... The hotel, and... The, and he's going through the woods. Okay, so there's the end of that one. <laughs> oh, that is the end. That's the end of that particular one, and so here's a second one. As you can one. tell, we don't listen to these before we play them. No, we don't, we don't, <laughs> because we want to make sure that we give you guys a fair shake. We don't want to edit anything, so uh, the way you hear it is the way we are hearing it for the first time. So here's a second voicemail. Hey again, this is Steven. I didn't realize there was a time limit on the message, so I'm just calling again to finish what I, what I had to say. Talking about Disneyland Hotel, talking about where I... And he cut out. No. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. So, Steven, uh, yeah, so apparently, yeah, the message kind of got cut off a little bit there, uh, but it sounds like the gist of it was that, you know, the, the, the comparing staying at Disneyland Hotel versus off-site... Um, offsite seemed a little bit more appealing. Uh, I could be wrong, Stephen. If you want to write back in and clarify what you might have said, oh, he's right about out. that. Yeah, uh, he saved a little bit more money over versus the Disneyland tour, which is yeah, too expected, for, of course. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That when I booked uh, the Disneyland hotel, I mean, that was a hard pill to swallow because I knew how much money I was forking over as opposed yeah. to what I could have been saving. But I wanted that Disney experience um, because we don't get to do it near as much as Stephen does. No, it's true. And you're about to go in about a month, yeah? About a month? Yeah, that's very exciting. And where are you staying? The Disneyland Hotel. Hey. I stayed there before. I loved it. I wanted to do it again. Classic hotel, man. Absolutely. No complaints. No complaints there. Um, got anything fun planned? While we're there, yeah, we're going to be, there? you know, we, we'll see. Um, where, where are you eating? Let's start there. Well, we only have two places booked. I haven't mm-hmm. booked anything more than that. I mean, Lee got to get together on that, but I booked uh, Carthay Circle. Excellent. I love that place. And nice. I booked... Um, Blue Bayou. Blue huh? Bayou, yeah. Blue Bayou, okay. Yeah, and good, one was good. part of the Fantasmic Dinner Package, and the other one's part of the uh, Paint the Night. Oh, very nice. Very nice. So uh, if any of you Disneyland uh, veterans out there have any other restaurant recommendations, man, send it our way. Yeah, I think we're going to try to get Napa Rose. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I brought up Napa Rose over dinner. I, I enjoy Napa Rose over there at the California. Steakhouse 55. When Anna and I went and ate the brunch over there, at one mm-hmm. e- uh, we enjoyed the heck out of that as well last time we were there. Uh, Goofy's Kitchen was great. So, I mean, yeah. W- I and mean, you got the cones. You haven't tried the cones yet. And the, you know, like those uh, little I have not. Hand, those are actually pretty good. They're kind of neat. I've heard good things. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed Flo's it. Flo's V8. Flo's V8. What's that? They need to make a hotel. That needs. They need to make an on-site hotel with the... With the cozy cones. Nothing but cones all over the property? Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> you can make it out in the parking lot for all I care. Okay, get on that. <laughs> <laughs> Should be job. Cool, Lee's next excellent. topic, armchair imagineering at Disney Hotel. There you go, there you go. Yeah, so looking forward to hearing your trip reports in about a month when you go to Disneyland. So mm-hmm. looking forward to that. Yeah, and if Stephen wants to go ahead and send in a, another message mm-hmm. on that, uh, since that didn't go through 
quite yeah yeah please do we, we got your message uh with the eyes of Tiger thing but maybe since we finally got around to playing this one you can kind of clarify what kind of got cut off so uh so we want to maybe get some clarification on that and what you think especially since danny's about to leave in about a month so maybe some other tips mm-hmm. uh he already has the accommodations so uh that's taken care of maybe there's some other tips that maybe even the herchers and other disneyland vets mm-hmm. uh we could hear from them and see what's going on so yeah get in touch with us man show at magicorway.com who's next all right, and our next voicemail and last one for today is from Oh Susanna. So here we go. Hey guys, it's Susanna. Um, I was just listening to your episode from a couple of weeks ago um, where you guys let Eli off the leash and he was going off on a tangent about all the parking fees and stuff <laughs> at the resorts. Um, and it's been interesting because I've been reading, you know, like blogs and listening to other podcasts about these new resort fees and the parking fees and everything else and how people feel about them. Now, for me, it doesn't affect me and my family because we live in the mid-Atlantic and it's just, it's way too far for us to drive. So we always fly down. But something occurred to me in listening to all this and I don't know, I'm thinking that in the next five years, it wouldn't surprise me if Disney starts charging everyone for taking Disney's Magical Express. Mm. Um, you know, I know they do that already with people who are going on the cruises, you know, that they charge money one way. Watch them do this for people who are going to Disney World and staying at those resorts in the next, as I said, in the next five years. Hmm. You know, maybe it would be $5 per person or $10 per person. But, you know, you think about that, a family of four, that's $40 right there one way. And that's not including the tip that you give the bus driver. Um, I hope they don't do that. But it just, after this announcement with the parking fees, it just seems like that might be the next logical step. Um, So, I don't know. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But... We'll see. As we all know, Disney's not the kind of company to just let people have stuff for free. So anyway, just wanted to give my two cents on that. I still love listening to you guys. And I'm just saying, maybe you guys should let Eli off the leash a little more often. It was a lot of fun to hear him go off on a tangent. So have a good night, guys. Bye. Bye, Bye, Susanna. Yeah, bye, Susanna. I wasn't aware there was a leash. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, well Kevin said at the beginning that under they the, let under, me off yeah under the table I got one hand on you know oh, my pocket and the other one is uh, you know okay yeah, in the very beginning of it that's yeah he was like he was gonna let me off my leash and just Masson, do my thing oh I'll let him go generally when Eli Eli uh, if Eli you don't hear from him much on the show it's probably because he had a bad day and he's concentrating on drinking <laughs> that's <laughs> generally what happens there yeah so uh, <laughs> and if he starts off and he's talkative it's because we were delayed and he's already started drinking <laughs> so. Yeah, it's a timing thing. It uh, is absolutely, and uh, but there is very no, delicate balance. There's no filter. There's no Eli filter. No, no, I, I don't even. As know As you what can that tell, is. we let him do a whole show on tangents. All right, Eli, go. Yeah. So, what are we talking about? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That was not no scripted. No leash. <laughs> I just, I just say what I feel, and I remember. Uh, Kirk was here one time, right? And and we we presented to Kirk like Kirk has hung out with us before. On the show, off the show, it was like, hey, the personalities that you see here on the show, is it, you know, fake? And he, he's right there. He's like, nope, that's how they are. This ain't an act. This yeah. is not. This is act, real. Though. 
Yeah, well, we just hung out with Kirk. Uh, we went to, to WrestleMania with Kirk. Yeah. Um, caught measles and it was great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hit a beach ball. Hit a beach ball. I mean, you know, yeah, we beach had a ball, lot of fun. Ronda he, Rousey. He got to see me scream at wrestlers and all kind of stuff. It, it, was, it, it, was, it, was, it was crunk. But going back to what her point was, yeah. I, I won't be surprised. I, I won't mean, be surprised no. either. Yeah. Welcome to Disney under my uh, under Bob Iger. I they got to pay for that, that gas. That sounds like a show topic. It, it it does. Like, well, actually, like, not to get too yeah. far behind the scenes, but like, when to, this is a Lee show that we just did. Yes. And Lee's original proposal for this show was, uh, you know, what could Disney charge you more for? That would be part, of, you know, to increase their bottom line, um, and and basically us come up with stuff. And we and, just didn't want to give me any extra ideas. That was the thing. Exactly. And I was like, wait a minute, we're, we're pro like, and that was the first thing I said. I believe was like, I could say, hey, start charging for the Magical Express. You know, that's an easy way to make money. You, uh, as Susanna said, you could charge five to ten dollars a pop, and they'd still be paying less than what they would pay for the cost of a rental car. So they'll figure yeah. they're getting off cheaper. So they'll do it. And that's, and that's a whole bus full of people at four or five dollars a pop too. So exactly, yeah, you make your money back really quick. Bling so bling. Could Disney go ahead and do that? At, that that again, I don't doubt it's in their wheelhouse. What yes. do you think is the over under? You think it's, uh, it's under? Yeah, over ten, under ten. Give it five years. I think it's more likely than not. I think it's at least ten. Well, I don't know if Bob Iger is still in charge then. Mm. It might change. He keeps talking like he's yeah, like, yeah, I will retire, but you know, I, I still like it here. But you know, yeah. the devil we don't know it might be worse than the devil we do know. Well, they that have, is true. Yeah, they have a lot of big shoes to follow, and you know, the stockholders. Well, are plus, hold I'm sure he's going to gonna name someone as a successor, just like uh, Eisner did with him. Well, uh, also, so. you got to see what happens with uh, Galaxy's Edge. You got to see what happens yeah. with Toy Story uh, Land because mm -hmm. if those things don't bring in the crowds, Tron Coaster and yeah. all that stuff. Well, that's that's a little bit further down the road. But uh, I'm saying like if, if those things don't bring in the crowds in the next two years, I mean, Bob Iger's not one to let Disney lose money while he's in charge. He'll just raise the prices. He'll raise, he'll, he'll figure out new and interesting ways to charge people different fees when they don't have a choice <laughs> yeah where you, you don't have as many people going <laughs> you don't have as many people spending uh, you know um across the board but what you have is people spending more so it kind of seems as though they are making more money it's still an even stream of revenue so everybody right. start driving to disney world forget like magical express but guess what's going to happen they're going to charge you a toll to come on property yeah you better bring your oh, distilled oh, water it'll oh, be a toll road Get your souls in the parks. Yes. The monorail is going to go through the toll booth. Yep. Everyone pay up. Or we're not going through. It's toll booth. No, the, <laughs> yeah. the, no it, it'll charge your magic bands or whatever card you got. Yeah, everyone yeah. yeah. will charge charged automatically. Uh, you got to do I'm it. I'm thinking yeah. they're going to have like uh, really hidden Mickey's. Like, you got to pay to see them. That's how <laughs> hidden they are. Like, I don't want to pay the more to see them. I can't take it. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's why I, I, I was like, man, are you crazy? You want us to come up with more ideas? I'd, I'd like them to do less. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but but she does bring up a, a, a very a very good point, and I yes. I'm, and I'm yes. like her. when you go off on tangents, you, you you're loved. I, I mean, look, and, and again, thank y'all for listening to the show. Again, thank you guys for supporting me on this show. I did learn a lot. You know, there was some hidden talents I didn't know I had until I did that show. Hola, hola, we the there it is. 
There it is. Now that wasn't even scripted either. There you go. Nice. So guys, yeah, thank you for sending in those voicemails. So you can call the voicemail line or you can leave us a speak pipe. Whatever is easiest for you. Of course, when you do call the speak pipe, it's a little bit of a clearer reception rather than just your standard phone. But um, And you don't have to worry about dropping out because you're at your computer hooked up to the internet. But we're about to tell you about all the different ways that you can get in touch with the Magic Ari podcast coming up in just a second. And guys, we hope you enjoy that earful of numbers and stats and data all up in your ear holes and you're all ready to plan your next Disney vacation. If you want to learn more about the Magic Ari podcast, you can do so at magicari.com. That's the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us through the following ways. You can shoot us an email at show at magicari.com. Or you can call or text us. Yes, I did say text us at 1-815-MA-WEEKEND. That is 1-815-WEEKEND. <laughs> I got a little ahead and caught up with the data. There's a lot of data. Yeah, that so I was, a little, I was a little late this time. Can I tell you, that show should have come with a lavender-scented candle and a glass of warm milk. But if you had, if you had <laughs> yes. bought a bottle of, uh, what is it, Camus? Camus. Camus. If you bought a bottle of Camus, you would have been all right. Yeah, I think so. Fireside so chat. Fireside chat, dude. And also, of course, you can leave a voicemail via SpeakPipe widget, uh, which was what Susanna did, and she did it right from her computer, I'm sure. And so the clarity of their voice was very, very clear, mm-hmm. and nothing dropped out so long as your internet holds up. So, yeah, not to knock anything on the voicemail stuff. You can still call in if you happen to be driving or whatever else. Please be safe on the road. Steven, I hope you were safe on the road when those voicemail dropped out. But yeah, definitely get in touch with us, man, so we can get some clarity. But get in touch with us all through those different ways. And we got a couple guys who do things outside of the podcast. Uh, first of all, we got Eli. He does things with comics. Eli, tell me what you got going on. Ah, you know the story. It's all about the glory. Because I'm the comic guru. Enjoying comics is what I do. And if you don't believe me, you can go to my website, www.ivorycomics.com. Uh, where you can see artwork from Project Geisha, uh, both graphic novels are out and available for your viewing, and they're on sale. Uh, Savages have some preview images there as well. As always, a link to this lovely podcast so you never miss a beat with that. Uh, as always, on Facebook, you can find me at Eli H. Ivory. Project Geisha has own Facebook page. Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Instagram, eivory504. And Twitter, I can be found at Hancock10166. So, as always, but weekends, appreciate the support. And guys, if you want to book a vacation so that you can go down to Disneyland, Disney World, to take advantage of those teep, 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 teep. cheap times to go, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get it out. It was stuck on my tongue. Um, because can, that's not a word we get to say too often. That's right. Cheap. <laughs> cheap, cheap. Um, you can do so through Lee. Lee, tell them how they can book a vacation with you. Uh-oh. Prom proposal must be gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so his daughter's going through prom pose. Lee, are you there? No, he is not. Did she say yes? No. Lee, what is up? Lee, you there? Lee, Lee. You could call Lee at one six two five. Not there. No, he's there. I'm looking right at him. You looking at him? Can he's still on mute and he can't figure out how to unmute him. Yeah, can you give him a head gesture or something? I think prom pro. Promposal is going on. Right? I, I can't have, even say it. I have never even heard that term till today. Me either. Beakley, we're listening. He can hear us. I don't know what's going on. Oh, no. Does he need to call back or something? I've tried it both ways. I can hear you, but he can't hear <laughs> but He can't. 
I know you tried it both ways, you buy son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> buy son of a bitch. <laughs> well, anyway, all right. So I guess I guess I'll do his promo for him. Sure, why not? Yeah, go right. for it. Promposal. Proposal in the hat. What, what, what was that? What was that? Oh, oh. Did you, you have like a little sign of life? I don't know. It's funny you mentioned his. And here is Lee. You're going to tell us how we can book a vacation with you. What? No, Hasselvika. Yes. You threaten to cut off his promo, and then noticely, he, all of a sudden, he comes in. Lee, no, buddy, you... what? Human development, what? I can't, I can't hear you, Lee. What's up? Definitely here, Lee. Okay, so for your promo, why don't you go ahead and just type it in, and I'll read it. And what? <laughs> all right, so Lee's going to text in his promo. Okay. Waiting for it. All right, here Hello. we go. Lee Lasavika's typing on his Mac. Call. He says, call me at 473-349-8747. The Lasavika is typing on a Mac once again. This is so wow. funny. <laughs> That's four seven three McTaint. Lee <laughs> Lasavika is typing on a Mac. That's four seven three M C T A A N T. Where's the I? Anyway, keep going. This man can't spell Tate. He spelled Tant. McTaint. Lee Lasavika is typing on a Mac. Come on. All right, and Lee says, email me at Lee at magicroway.com. All right. Uh huh. There we go. Keep it coming. Keep yeah. it coming, Lee. So apparently what's happening is Lee can hear us, but we can't hear him for some strange reason because of the promposal. I think Lee's show put the, put his laptop to sleep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he has a fake Facebook page at Las Vica Travel, so follow him on that. And he's typing once again on a Mac. I can see him fiercely typing. There's smoke coming off of his keyboard in the, the video chat. <gasps> Did you have a little something in your throat? <laughs> I had a little something in my throat. And he we, says, we will get you hooked up and booked up with no. Hasselvika, God dog it. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And he, say, he, he texts it in, guys. We can't do it live. We're going to do it over text. How about that? Oh, well, how's he going to chime in at the very end when it, when it says, I have no intention of leaving? He's going to have to. Oh, well, he can text it in. Okay, text it in and Kevin will do it for you. Okay. He says, no, Tintavika. Oh, Wait. that's what you want me to say now? No, that's what he, that's what he put. Okay. That's what he typed in. All right. So, Lee, you're going to type in your little ending, and I'm going to read it off. I'm going to reference it, and then, uh, yeah, it'll be good to go. So, I'm going to continue on. And, uh, yeah, if you want to support the Magic Hour podcast, there's a bunch of different ways you can do so. Um, you can buy us some beignets and support the show that way. You can also represent the Moeekin Nation from our shop. Oh, my bad. You can also represent the Moeekin Nation <laughs> wherever you go by purchasing clothing from our shop. And also, and, and just if you didn't know, we released uh, a new uh, Pretzel Vika or Pretzel Gate t-shirt that's up on the Spreadshirt website. Did we? Yeah, designed specially for Lee. I didn't even know about this. Yep, so magicroway.spreadshirt.com at the moment. Uh, so you can go check out that little design uh, that was made specifically for Lee for his tr- upcoming trip down to Walt Disney World. So you definitely want to check that out. And um, he said, no, I don't know what no is. Tacos McDaniels. I don't know what he's saying no for, but I'm going to keep going. With no Tacos McDaniels? With no Tacos McDaniels. And you can also support the show by leaving a rating and a review in iTunes or wherever you download the show, whether it's Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play, etc. And remember, guys, we are part of the Disney Pod... The Disney? The BS Podcast Network, whose motto is we speak our minds so you don't have to. So be support, be sure to support our, po- <laughs> our partners of podcasting over you there. You right over there, Kevin? You I said- don't know. Maybe I'm having a stroke. Yeah, I was gonna say, wake <laughs> up now. <laughs> you all right? And so, guys, we take time. We thank. Damn <laughs> it! Come on, baby, dude. Maybe. You know what I want to do? I want to read this in like the style of like Disney people, like whenever they have to do spiels. Uh huh. They always have that up and down kind of voice. 
And we thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to us and making the party for Disney Fan Live. Ah. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. <laughs> All opinions are welcome on the Magic Our Way podcast, so get in touch with us today. You ever notice that when they're doing spiels? Like yes, they I, they do I do have that? noticed that, yeah. They speak like that and they go low. And they go back high again when they're making a point and then they resolve it by going very low. low. Yes, and that's how we do it at Disney Hollywood Studios. <laughs> that's what I was... Uh, I, I don't know why. Maybe that's why I should have read the whole damn thing in that voice because it's just crazy. But anyway, I, I digress. <laughs> um, some weekends, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you want to support all this, man, definitely get in touch with us. Do all this following ways. Get in touch with We want to hear you. Show at magicalway.com. Um, we thank you each and every week. We say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Bananas still end up with McDowell's. What? McDowell's? I don't know. That's what he typed. I don't know if that's what he wanted me to say. Oh, he's typing on his Mac again. It's uh- over. Go home. <laughs> You're still here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Tacos, McDowell's. Tacos equals McDowell's. McDowell tacos. Uh oh, like when McDonald's had the they had a taco. Or like when Red Robin has a taco. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. He's typing. What's going on with the prime postal? This the the show we survived it. The I know we can't over. hear him by the time postal, but guys, yeah, enjoy, see y'all. Bye. Okay. The necessities of Mother Nature's recipe. Hey guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh man, Italians recognizing Italian. You know what song <laughs> he likes that? What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the navigator. Oh wow. <laughs> Hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is a radio, online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How do you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Our Way and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh-huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it, yeah, let me tell you what's good about it. You hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. You could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could mm-hmm. probably hear a country version of this. Oh, wow. You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of... Hey! Give me a Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, get on, Get up again. Oh, yeah. You know? Hot tub. What you say now? <laughs> Disney. That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and, and, and r- attraction sounds, but they give you... Every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs. Like Tony Bennett right here. This yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know? I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Well, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh?